Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Yo, what's up, folks? Standing Brothers Show. Welcome back. Excited to be back, everybody. Hope you're having a fantastic Friday evening or Saturday. And, folks, this is the 4th of July episode, so we're talking about some 4th of July stuff as well. As I get to get to it, there's stories I want to talk about, kind of our thoughts on the holiday. Um, you know what's crazy is that we, we, we did thoughts last year, so let's, we can go back and see if our thoughts are the similar. Yeah, we did a 4th of July thing last year. Oh. Um, yeah. So I we can't can, remember if we did or not. Yeah, we kind of did something like that last year. Well, dang. Um, but yeah, no, we're definitely excited about that. Um, I'm going to go out and say that um, you should go out and celebrate 4th of July. Go Absolutely. out and do something fun. Um, go and celebrate Treason Day. I'm, I'm trying to get Treason Day and and the successful insurrection day um a thing so i like i just like secession day secession day or, or that's treason what day is. um so yeah just do something like that but honestly go out and do something fun um don't listen to to biden on any regards or anything like that but um you know what's funny is that you hear all these <laughs> conservatives talk about how uh modern conservatives will say well the south had no right to secede from the union well you realize that what the uh, what the whole country did uh, to King George and s- decide we we don't want to be a part of you the crown anymore is quite literally the same thing. Yeah. So uh, if you can't have one without the other, so keep that in mind. Definitely. Um, check out the links to below to everything so you can you can follow us and you can you can get involved there. Um, Joe, how is your week going? Has it been a good week for you? My week has been fantastic. I've been off work all week, and I'll be off work until Thursday of next week. Um, a lot of a lot of nonsense has been going on here. I haven't haven't been doing almost literally nothing um, this entire time. But tomorrow, I'm going to go play my first round of golf with our dad. I am so looking forward to it. It's going to be so much fun. We're playing nine holes, and I think the par for nine is 36, I think. So if we walk out of there with, with 80, <laughs> we'll, we'll, I'll be happy. It'll be just, it'll be just fine. I'll be just fine. What you could do is a guaranteed way to hit 80 is just use your putter the entire time and just, just hit it as hard. I don't, it doesn't really work that way. I'm sure it does. Um, whatever. And then Monday we're going to Andersonville, which is one of the largest uh, – was was the largest Confederate uh, prison over the Civil War. Cool. That's going to be totes cool, as the kids say. Totes my goats cool. Do the kids say totes anymore? I don't know. You, you, okay, okay, speaking of... Speaking of a blast from the past, you know what I, you know what I watched the other day? Did you watch Rebecca Black's Friday? No, I didn't watch that garbage. But I watched the uh, the Scooby-Doo, the one the live-action Scooby-Doos. Uh, Oof, oh, it was cringy. bad. It was bad. Uh, I don't have ask a, me why I was watching I that. have a boomer moment for a second, though. So for those of you who don't know, don't follow my Twitter, I put a very strongly worded statement out. Um, I found out... So I work with, 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 with a bunch of high school um, people sometimes. They get on my nerves, but it's whatever. I found out finally what no cap means. Ooh, you sound like me over there. So I'm sitting there, and they're just saying, no cap, no cap, do this, no. I'm like, I'm like, Stop making I'm like no, I, I sat there, and I said, what the crap are you guys talking about? And they're like, oh, yeah, man, no cap just means no lie. I said, just say no lie. <laughs> Why do they overcomplicate this? Why game? are you making up words? 
Look, we've all agreed to the terms and the rules of the English language. Can we please follow them? We have, though, because people are making up words like no cap and no, other no, no, things. No, no, uh, no. The word no and the, and the word cap are both words, and they both have their, their, their defined meanings. Right. But you take them and you bastardize them and you oh turn my. them into something different. Language warning. That's not a that's that is that is not a bad word. Okay? It's not no. I get it. Uh, that is probably the, these little sayings that the people come up with. Like uh, remember when dabbing was a big thing, or this that stupid repugnant floss dancing. You know you know how much I hate that. The floss. The floss. I hated the floss. It's so stupid. I wanted to shoot every kid that I saw doing that. But I'd be <laughs> metaphorically speaking after a trial. He would, um, he'd never do that, of course. No. But to me, it was so stupid. I hate these trendy things. I hate all the, the popular trends. Maybe that's why I um I am who I am. Look, I fully accept my status as a boomer um, when it comes to comes to issues of culture. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't there get are, it either. There are I, I don't like whatever um, the TikToks and well, the Instagrams. Well, I, I, don't, I mean, I, don't I think get that, that TikTok. Look, my solution for the country's problems, and this will work hundred percent of the time. Take every influencer on TikTok, put them on the Starship, send them to Mars, and that's it. Just nothing else. That, that's it. That, that's it. Just send them to Mars. I, I, I always that's it. I always voted for the tactical asteroid. Tactical asteroid, just like tactical asteroid that just that just blows up TikTok servers. Yeah. I think that'll be a much better solution. Um, but enough of my enough of my ranting against the cultural. Oh, um, I mean, I could, I could go all day on this. Oh, I could too, but uh, but we got, got other things, real things to talk about. Um, yeah, I've had a great week as well. I'm excited for the the weekend. Um, you know, as I said at the beginning of the show, go and do something fun. Like like go go grill out, go be with friends and family. That's what it's, that's what it's all about. It's all about celebrating um, the the freedom that we um, that we um, took away from um the the um crown in England so and then you need to look you need to go out you need to celebrate you need to remember the the founding fathers and the anti-federalists um the ones who basically went to King George and went nah fuck you man um but i like i, I explained to someone who Samuel Adams was, and I was like, there was a whole conversation. Get people fired up about it. Like people, people should be fired up about oh. stuff like that. Um, but do you know who's who? But you know that you probably shouldn't go out and celebrate. You probably shouldn't do that because wait, this wait. is this is gonna shock you guys. Wait, you, wait, you shouldn't go out and celebrate. Oh, oh, okay. More than half, here we go, New York Post headline, more than half of Americans feel that 4th of July gatherings are risky. I don't believe Poll that. shows. I don't believe it. It's a, like the New York Post. I don't believe that. I, I More than half of America, according to this poll, feel that it's unsafe to go to the 4th of July gatherings. Uh, I like to see how those questions were worded. Look, here's the thing, though, right? We're not, this, it's not 2020. If you show me this in 2020, I'm like, okay, yeah. Are they stupid? Doy, but like, uh, I could understand the fear. What is their fear to be about now? It's it's the new Delta variant. Ah, right. you got there, <laughs> folks. We have the. You remember that? Remember the 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 um the super virus that Carlin mentions in his in his uh, stand up bit. That super virus that, that that'll turn your vital organs into liquid. <laughs> liquid you know soup. what? <laughs> Um, this is it. The Delta virus is 
that super virus that'll turn your vital organs into liquid you know what this is it um according to um nbc news it says the more contagious variant of the coronavirus known as the delta is spreading in america and across the world causing such a sure such a surge of cases in some counties to prompt new countries. oh sorry new cu- counties countries it's the same thing to promote to promote several new lockdowns the delta variant was identified in india and now accounts for 25 percent of all new COVID cases in the u.s which i think is funny because i'm gonna go my computer they say 25 percent of all new COVID cases and you're like oh my gosh you read that without context and you're like what oh my gosh the cases are probably skyrocketing up and no no, I'm looking right here. New York Times cases, they are flat. So, um, is this all fear for nothing? Probably. Uh, what I do find funny, though, is that there, there, there's, there's never a semblance, I've said that many times, there's never a semblance of, of good news when it comes to this virus. It's always, it's always well, there's this, there's this new variant. Remember whenever... Um, all the other variants they were worried about, like there was the UK variant and there was the South African variant, I think is what there, there was like two or three other ones. And they're like, oh, this is the big one. You better brace for impact. There's these variants and nothing ever happened of it. You had like, I think it was the B117 um, variant that came from, um, I want to say it was Europe it came from. And they were like, oh, this accounts for all these all these new cases of this new variant, so that's why we have to keep wearing our masks, why we gotta keep social distancing and locking everybody down, that's why we gotta keep doing that. But the cases just still kept falling. And now we had this Delta one, which is supposed to be the worst out of all of them. I don't know what happened to to, to Beta and the other ones. I guess those just, is that how that works? Is this, is this the fourth variant of now or something? Because Alpha, Beta, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, according to this one, this is the worst one. And now, the 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 covid messiah himself dr anthony faust covid jesus you could say the nation's leading infectious disease expert says the delta variant is the greatest threat to eliminating covid oh dear which greatest threat to eliminating covid which first of all that that sentence or that 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 statement and that goal is impossible um to eliminate covid um, it'll never happen. <laughs> I, I know this is hard to describe, but there's this little thing called influenza we've been dealing with for, oh, I don't know how long, for as long as beginning. civilized society. You got a vaccine for it. it. It's available. Anyone can go out and take it, but we still have influenza cases every single year. We still have, ter- we still have tuberculosis cases. We still, all of these respiratory viruses are still around. They still circulate, and they're not eradicated. So what's to think that that's going to happen with COVID? Like, it's a stupid, idiotic position to take that, well, this is the same position that, that people took when they said, um, we have to continue the the preventative measures, masks, lockdowns, social distancing, until there's no more COVID deaths. Until there's no more COVID cases, then we can go back to normal. Well, got a lot of got a lot of news for you. As long as there's people around, then the chances are they'll probably be spreading this coronavirus around. Because you know it's that contagious, it's that deadly. 
Um, but Fauci did say that uh, this is 40 to 60% more transmissible, which, you know, for the vast majority of people, you know, the, the, the 99% of us will be just fine from that. So, okay. But even if it, but even if it, if it more is more transmittable, and even if what they're saying is 100% true, that it's counting for about a quarter of our cases. Why are the cases completely flat still? Like, I'm looking at it right now. Something's not adding up with this. Maybe, maybe this is just more fear so they can get an excuse to lock us back down again. As, as we saw in L.A. County, they put the mask mandate back in place. Because, you know, that worked so fantastic for L.A. in the first place. We got an article here from, I think this is the... Well, I think something that people tend to forget is that uh, viruses change. Well, it's yeah. A, it's an ongoing thing. So the, the COVID-19, as everyone is familiar with, uh, has already changed since then. It's, it's constantly changing. It's constantly uh, morphing to different things. And... Uh, Fauci was saying that, you know, well, because of this new uh, Delta variant that's coming around, you know, we're going to create, there's two Americas because those those who have not been vaccinated are at greatest risk for this. And it's like, well, how do you know that your Delta variant, how do you know that your vaccines are going to be effective at, at, you know, providing immunity from the Delta variant? They, they don't have any. No. And I, or none that I have seen. So, and he's talking about we're going to have two Americas, those who have been vaccinated, those who haven't been vaccinated. He's like, ooh, mm. don't, you can't, you can't say those kinds of things. And I know, like, like the cringe, uh, the cringe video, or live that you did, like, what, last week? Yeah. The people that made those videos would all agree, like, oh, yeah, he's right, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, oh, the, yeah. but the half of America that hasn't been vaccinated or only has half the vaccine or whatever, the, the rest of people don't care. For instance, today, I went to Walmart and I went to Kroger today. Two very large grocery store chains, right? Everybody would agree with that. Um, the The rules are now, if you have been vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. Well, I can guarantee you, not everyone in that store has not been vaccinated. And no one's wearing a mask. Because no one cares. I saw maybe 2% of people wearing the face diapers. And I'm like, you know what? Nobody cares. So you can you can talk about your two Americas, you can talk about your Delta variant. It's like you know what, people are over this. We're oh, we're done with this. We've done a year and a half of this. We're done, and there's not much more you can say. You know, if 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 Fauci said this vaccine or the the, the Delta variant would literally turn your insides, your internal organs into liquid with liquid soup or whatever, people be like, yeah, whatever. I I rather go eat a hot dog at the 4th of July party than stay at home and watch it on uh, on Zoom. Yeah. According to We're the done. New York according to to the New York Post um article, it's the the question was asked, how concerned are you if at all about the new Delta coronavirus variant spreading through the US? 30 36% of all Americans said they were extremely or very concerned. 36% as well said somewhat, 18% said not at all. Out of that out of that split, um, Democrats said that they were, half of them said they were extremely. Of course. 40% said somewhat, Republicans only 18%, and 32% said somewhat concerned. So there's a clear split here. 
I did find something interesting that I I peruse around Twitter, and I understand that Twitter is completely an adult. It is not a a um, a, a good um, metric to to measure an entire populace or the entire feelings. But I kind of get you kind of get like a bit of the fringe of of you know the libertarians. You get kind of the fringe of everybody on Twitter because it's it's just a point. The kind of people that Facebook w- would want you to report now. Exactly right. <laughs> Have you you been in contact with an extremist? Please contact Facebook Help Center. No, no, no. Have you? Did you actually see what they actually said? Is that are you concerned that someone you know is becoming an extremist? We care about preventing extremism on Facebook. Others in your situation have received confidential support. <laughs> and then somebody, someone, someone so brilliant made a meme. It's a it's a picture of Ben Kenobi pointing at himself. He's like, well, of course I know him. He's me. <laughs> um, but. I'm I'm seeing more and more of these people when it comes to the Delta. When whenever you see Delta variant trending, you just click on it and see who's tweeting about it. Um, it's all these people who have these masks in their profile pictures. Which, first of all, I've said many times, pronouns in the bio. It's the cringiest thing ever. I can't imagine why. Why would you want to cover your face for a profile picture? Like, I mean, mine are not like fantastic or anything on Twitter and whatever. I mean, you see mine, but. Why would you want to cover your face? And it's not like they're out in public where I could be like, okay, I can kind of understand that. No, they're like in their freaking car or they're in their house by themselves and then there's no one around. Why are you wearing a mask? There's no one for you to give this virus to. There's no one for the virus to give to you. Stop it. Get some help. That's stupid. But you see all these people, and they're, they're tweeting about the new Delta variant, and they say, oh, well, I'm still wearing my mask when I go out because all these Trump people are, and I'm afraid of this, this Delta variant. Which, first of all, okay, idiot, you were the same people who, who, were, who, who railed against me because I didn't wear a mask when I went out in public, and you said, well, I'm going to give you all the COVID. Be- I'm, I'm going to give people COVID because, you know, masks don't protect you. They... They protect others. So by you wearing your mask in a shopping center, even though you're fully vaccinated and no one else is, what are you doing? Like your own science, your own argument falls flat on that premise. If you've already been vaccinated, what are you afraid about? There was a lady at the checkout line in um, the lady, the cashier at the store. She was wearing two masks, and I was like, hmm, still doing that, huh? People do, man. Still doing that. Uh, I, two masks. At this point, I mean, I understand that. Look, I, I fully understand that people don't follow the numbers. They don't follow the charts. They don't follow what goes on. They just listen to TV they doctor. They listen to TV doctor. Exactly. Whatever TV doctor comes on and says, oh, well, this is going to turn your – this will turn your liver into into Campbell's cream mushroom soup or something. I don't know. Um, so you better, you know, wear a freaking Your brain respirator. will start to leak outside of your ears kind of thing. Um, but all of – all the data coming out of this Delta variant is showing that it's not any more deadly. In fact, it's probably actually less deadly um, because typically whenever viruses begin to run their course and they begin to circulate all throughout society, um, they mutate so they become more – transmissible because a virus can only do one or two things it can kill the host or it can spread it so if a virus wants to continue keeping itself alive it'll not kill the host and Mm. continue spreading um 
because if you look out through all of through all of um virality through all of the history of viruses and what, what we know about them typically Virology. the most dangerous ones are the ones that are the least transmissible typically speaking like ebola ebola is not that transmissible like like you have to be like like drinking their spit, basically. You gotta swim through raw sewage. Swim through raw sewage to to, <laughs> to, get to, it. to temper your immune system. Right. And the what the mortality rate for Ebola was over ten percent, was it not? Oh, it's higher than that. But but oh, I'm yeah. saying though is that typically you um, highly transmissible viruses don't have a high mortality rate because they're highly transmissible. It defeats the purpose. Yeah. Um, you it, a virus wouldn't be able to spread as quickly if it's killing every host that it, it enters. Yeah, it's like the common cold kill, killed everybody. It just didn't. It yeah, it, yeah. It, it wouldn't have anywhere else to go. So, um, of course, they're not saying that this is more deadly. <laughs> they're just saying it's more transmissible. So it might be easier to catch. Now we don't know if it'll kill you, but remember, this is not really. A, remember, the goalpost continues to change on this, right? continue to be like oh well you could die from this but well, once that kind of went out the window it was like oh well you can get sick from this well most people aren't getting sick from this um so the, it keeps changing right now we're not worried about dying we're, we're just worried about catching it whereas whereas before we we're worried about dying um i'm, I'm giving the challenge to people I, I i don't think georgia's gonna do anything stupid they shouldn't um i don't think i think we've been down that road but if you live Brian in Kemp some of can't these, afford it. <laughs> if you live in some of these blue states and they're talking about this, look, America lost in 2020 when it came to COVID. We we, we lost. All of us let our guard down. Um, the moment that they talked about um, making essential businesses or non-essential, sorry, sorry, any business non-essential. Um, there should have been a January 6th on some of these state capitals. That's um, look. I'm, I'm going to say if you're talking about a reason to, to 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 go against the government on something, then that is what should have happened, and it didn't happen. And now you have L.A. and some of these other places that are relocking down. So you've just given them everything now. It, it, if you live in some of these blue states, it's time to say no. No, we're not doing it. If you're a restaurant owner, a gym owner, a bookstore, I don't, I don't care. Any, any sort of one of these non-essential businesses that they claim um, and they tell you to shut down. Look, at some point, we have to say no. We have to go on. We have to continue further. Look, even with this Delta variant accounting for a quarter of all cases, the cases have never been lower. The deaths have never been lower. We we have we have been on a downward trend on cases and deaths for the last several months now, and it is it is showing no sign. We're at that point now where there, where I don't know how much lower we we can get because we're still testing the crap out of this thing. We we have to say no. We have to say even as something as simple as um requiring masks in a business if you're a business owner and you don't want to do that it's time to stand up and say no we lost and we we lost last year every business owner who got shut down i get it there was a time whenever they said okay it'll just be two weeks and folks bought that but after those two weeks are up it should have been all right time to reopen we have to continue on with life well it also kind of just shows just what a psychopath 
like the Gavin Newsom or these other governors are, they saw how the restrictions, the lockdowns, the mandates, how that destroyed their state. You see how people are flooding out of California, flooding out of New York, these bigger cities, these bigger states. They saw how it destroyed their state. They saw how it destroyed the lives of the people in their state. They saw it destroyed the businesses, the, the schools, the children, uh, older folks not being in contact with their grandkids, husband and wives, you know, all of these things, right? They saw all that happen, and they allowed it to happen, and they patted themselves on the back for doing it because, oh, well, we saved lives. And now they're going to do it again, or they're trying to do it again. So it's like, you know, at some point you got to say, you know, these people are, are, are bat crap crazy. You destroyed the state. You've you, you've done enough. Okay, Th- that'll do. <laughs> that'll do, pig. <laughs> and you've done enough. So, like Jacob said, you've got to you got to stand up and say, uh, you, you, here's the line: You shall not pass. Go all Gandalf on them. No, you I'm, shall I'm not serious. pass. They're they're you cannot let them go again, and they're going to. Uh, I know there's several states and several cities that are talking about it, saying, "Well, this Delta variant is that bad." Let me ask you a question, okay? Let's say they continue through with this. Let's say they lock it back down. And for hypothetically speaking, I doubt it'll happen. We see a we say a similar um, event that happened in March of 2020. Similar thing, non-essential businesses, stay-at-home orders. We see that kind of stuff, right? Let's just say that they do that, and neighboring states and the rest of the country doesn't, and the cases don't go up. Right, we continue on this flat line, and the Delta variant does it does whatever it's going to do. We don't see an increase in deaths, hospitalizations, or um, cases. We don't see a significant bump because of this because of this elusive super virus that is spreading through this nation now. What do we say to these governors and these mayors who completely decimated the lives of Americans in their cities? Are they going to be like, well, you know, I was wrong, but better safe than sorry? Oh, you lost your business? Well, that 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 sucks, man. It's for the greater good. The same argument goes to 2020 and all of these governors. Look, if something if something does not happen to these to to these politicians, and I mean something drastic and they're not made an example of, then they're going to do it again. They will do this again the next time a threat comes up. They will lock us down again. And they won't think twice about it. So, I am against violence. Against the state. I mean, I'm against violence in general. But, a show of force maybe? Drastic and widespread civil disobedience is the only way out of this. Look, there's only enough cops. There's only enough health department workers. They can't shut an entire city like LA down if everybody said, nah, we're going on with our lives. Sorry, I own a gym. I can't just not have people here working. I own a restaurant. I can't just fire everybody. You can't not, you can't not have customers for we, business. There has to be, like, there has to be a show of force, a peaceful show of force and peaceful civil disobedience for all this to end. 
and that's for these blue counties and even some of these some of these counties like like like, like some of these red counties that still have a stupid you know 50% requirement or whatever get out of here that 50% requirement you know you see states that are fully open Georgia and Florida fully open we have no issues here it's over it's been over the fact that they they want to go back to the same old archaic pres- for preventive measures quote unquote and that we know are wrong, we know don't work, we know harm people financially, health, mentally, every other regard. We know all this. And the fact that they're going back to it and there is no backlash, there is no calling for impeachment, removal, or any of these people. No criminal prosecutions. It's evil. There needs to be a strong message. There needs to be people in those places that say no and maybe that requires pushing some people around. Maybe that requires going up to the capital or some of these homes of the mayors and showing up peace of my mind saying, hey, I lost everything because of you, dude. And and for, for what? For nothing? Where is my retribution? Where is my justice? Where is my reprimations? That has to happen. We have to come to that point when that happens. Because if you don't, they will do it again. All of these blue states, and even some of the red ones, it'll happen again. If you hype this up enough, you get Fauci out there saying, oh, this is the most serious threat, right? Everything is the most serious threat. He said about about the UK variant, most serious threat cutting to our nation. Oh, people not getting vaccinated, most serious threat to the nation. It's always doom and gloom with this guy. Always. There's, there, there is never, never any good news about anything. It's the most serious threat, Joe. Right? The, right? the South African variant, most serious threat. I mean, think about it. When was the last time Dr. Fauci ever before a congressional hearing said, you know what, we're actually making some good progress here? Things are, things are actually looking up. You know, cases are down to the lowest point ever. This Delta variant, we're going to watch it. But things are actually looking pretty good right now. We're keeping an eye on it. Deaths and cases are, are an all-time low. Hospitalizations, all-time low. Um, something interesting that did happen, though, in the, the UK where this where this variant was, was spreading really bad, um, they still had record low deaths, record low hospitalizations. It's just the cases shot up. So, uh, again, I, I, I feel this need to stress this. A case just means a positive test. That's all it means. It doesn't mean that you're hospitalized. It doesn't mean necessarily that you're sick. It doesn't mean that you're on a ventilator. It just means that you went and got tested and it came back positive. For a lot of people, they went and got tested positive and showed no symptoms whatsoever. That would still be considered a positive test. A positive case, sorry. The real test is the hospitalizations and the deaths, which the the, the deaths are so screwed up but the hospitalizations is really the only thing that you have to worry about remember this was this was, this was all about saving the hospital system right so they don't overuse the resources so according to myself and if we're gonna stay true to all this a year and a half later um that's the only metric that we need to go by but of course not we're gonna we're gonna update our timeline here remember two weeks to slow the spread then became we have to lower the cases. Then became, we got to save the hospitals again. Then became, well, deaths are really high. Second wave, summer. Okay, continue locking back down or relock back down. 
Then came the winter, and then and then we said, oh, well, we're almost got a vaccine. Hold for the vaccine. We'll be there. The winter outbreak happened. Trump came out of office. Vaccines available. At that point, it should have been like game over, which should have been game over a long time ago, but it should have been game over. Vaccines out. Well, we have to wait till a majority of the nation's vac is vaccinated. Okay, fine. Then they said, oh, well, 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 we don't know if masks are still necessary for vaccinated people. They still might be the spread it. Hold, please. Like, all right, we'll hold. Still holding. They said um, <clears throat> that, well, vaccinated people don't, don't need to wear masks, but you probably still should. Okay, we're, we're, we're still holding on the restrictions. We're still holding. Then now they're saying for vaccinated people to go continue wearing masks because of the Delta variant. So you notice how they haven't even moved the the goalpost to like the other end zone, right? We are now all the way across the state with 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 with, with the original goalposts on this thing. We are so far past all that. Now they're saying for fully vaccinated people to wear their mask again because of this variant. Based on no data, no evidence whatsoever. So, I mean, look, the challenge is there. The, the, the declaration is there. We cannot allow this to spiral out of control and head into a March 2020 situation. Not concerned about it here where I live. Other places, I am concerned about it. A great way to give the biggest middle finger to these people is to go out on Sunday and ha and throw the biggest party you can throw. You need to grill out. You need to blow crap up. Right? That's what they... Get the guns out and shoot something. That's what the Founding Fathers died for, okay? They they, they died for that ability to you to go eat too much garbage food and blow stuff up. That's what they died for. They wanted us to be able to have the ability to go and do that. So... I said it last year. It was, it was very important last year. This year, it's a it's a sign to say we are not going back. Never, ever, ever again. And I think that needs, needs to happen. What do you think, Joe? Uh, no disagreements. Um, I, yeah, I agree with everything you said. What else do you want to talk about? Well, I do have some sad news. I have some, I have some sad news for everybody. Um, a member of the government did pass away. And... Um, well, he was known he he was known as the greatest ally to the military industrial complex and the oil industry. So I know that those two industries are crying right now because their biggest um, their biggest money um, maker is now passed away. And of course, you know, whenever any person of the, of the government passes, well, you have to be mournful, Joe. You have to mourn them. Absolutely. Um, you, you are not allowed to call them anything bad. It doesn't matter who they were. It's like when George H.W. Bush, whenever you said, oh, well, he was not a very good person because of the things he did in office. You're like, oh, well, why do you why do you hate the president? dude? You, you can't hate on the president. It's like whenever um, W passes away, I'd be like, OK, probably 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 not a bad thing. Um, and they're like, oh, well, how can you say that, dude? He was he was our president, Joe. Don't don't you support the president? Uh, not that one. No. No, not that, not, not, not that one. Of course, I'm speaking about um, Donald Rumsfeld. Now, for those of you who don't know who Donald Rumsfeld is. Was. Or, sorry, whoa, was. 
Uh, he was the um, Secretary of Defense under W, and was he under H too? I believe he was just under W, but he's been in in and out of White the White House numerous times. That's what I thought. Okay, so he was um, George W. Bush's Secretary of Defense. Those of you who have, who have who have, who have memories of the early two thousands, as far as our Defense Department back then. The guy played played a pretty big deal, wouldn't you say that, Joe? Probably a pretty big role. Uh, yeah, him and Ashcroft and you and uh, um, and all of those guys, pretty pretty big deal. This is the famous guy who who came out there and said that there are WMDs in Iraq and and that we need to go and invade and we need to um, basically start this war um, right after right after nine eleven. And um, in 2003, of course, we went to war with Iraq. Now, I mean, Iraq is not, is not the one who <laughs> bombed us. Or uh, they're not the they're not the people who flew those planes into those buildings. Yeah, so of course we. And neither were the people in, in Afghanistan. It was yeah. just you know one guy and his and his buddies. Yeah. So, so we so we 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 go marching in because because of this WMDs. Um, we're told that that Saddam Hussein has weapons of mass destruction, and that he is his button, his finger is just itching that red red button. Any moment, any moment, he's gonna he's gonna take out Miami, Joe. Any moment. We cannot let the evidence come in the form of a mushroom cloud. That's, that's man, poetic. That was that's li- li- literally what they said. I know. I'm saying so. That it's this poetic. guy was the chief architect of the war in Iraq and the war in Afghanistan, which is where we are still in those conflicts to this day. Um, uh, I don't know how you can't speak. You, the, the saying is you shouldn't speak ill of the dead, which is fine. Um, but I don't know how else you can talk about a guy who was involved in the killing of over a million people and speak of him in a positive manner. Now, I'm sure he was, I'm sure, you know, his family, I'm sure he was a great dad. He's got grandkids and great grandkids and, you know, he was a very accomplished man. He went to a lot of different schools. He was on the wrestling team. He was, a, he was an accomplished guy. But he unfortunately got roped into working with the government and working with the Defense Department and doing a really a lot of awful, evil things. So it's sad in a way that he got roped into all of that nonsense and craziness. He had been much better suited to... I mean, the world would have been, would have been a better place if he had stayed in the private sector, but uh, his path was was different. Unfortunately, yeah. So what I kind of wanted to talk about with, with with him passing away, those again, he headed up the the D- defense department during D- W's W's um, presidency. He also um, oversaw the torture apparatus that went on at Gitmo. So you know, nice guy, right? Yeah, he oversaw and authorized the use of torture, which um, I mean, um, I anyone should be able to 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 condemn. Um, as crimes against humanity and as a war criminal um, because because he was. So what I want to talk about with him is that um, how you look at someone who, who passed away um, with this reverence of, of the government, right? We're not allowed, you're supposed to, like there's the public servants, right? We're supposed to hold them in this reverence, um, if, you, if you will. It doesn't matter who it is, right? Like, um, I'll give you a, ca- a case in point, right? If Barack Obama were to go throw the first pitch at a baseball game and you had no idea, um, and you didn't stand, and it's like, so like, well, why don't you stand? That's our former president. Um, and and you say, well, you know, the guy was a war criminal, has blood on his hands. I'm not gonna, I'm, 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 not, I'm not gonna clap for him. 
He won a popularity contest. How dare you not like him? But that that's how this reaction and thankfully I'm beginning thankfully the reaction on Twitter was pretty one sided towards Rumsfeld. I think there's a couple neocons who were like crying and, you know, Raytheon posted a little tear emoji. I'm just kidding, they didn't. <laughs> but that that actually would have been funny. Um is the correct response for this because like um yes obviously someone passing away is is sad and you know you shouldn't speak all the dead which i don't i don't know if i always agree with that but it's kind of like when john mccain died yeah okay that's a good good example okay so when john mccain died of course he is one of those the lions of the senate i know that's not his original title but that's what people called him right a pow veteran tough dude right he was wrong on just about everything he uh he championed and, and called for the same stuff that uh, that rumsfeld and bush did right he was in that crowd even people who will be more sympathetic to john mccain like a mark levin during his funeral procession uh, proceed you know uh, proceedings through and he laid in state at the capitol there was a big thing at the lincoln memorial they made a big to-do about it and even he was like, okay, this is a bit much. I mean, he he was just a senator. He wasn't, you know, this was Jesus didn't die here, folks. Yeah. But the way that they treat the death of a politician versus someone that actually does something good for the world is completely different. And that just shows how just askew uh, your priorities are. If you're going to hold up John McCain as this saint-like figure or Donald Rumsfeld as the saint-like figure and do this whole grand funeral procession form it's kind of like you got your priorities askew here folks because uh i'm sure john mccain was a great dad i'm sure he was a great uh great husband or whatever but you can't look past all the other stuff this guy the guy was a monster so the thing i wanted the thing i wanted to mention was um so daniel mcadams who's fantastic um for the ron paul institute wrote an article saying should we celebrate rumsfeld's death question mark I'll link it below. You you can read along. He makes his points in that. But should... I mean, here's the thing, though. I'll ask you the question. Should we celebrate his death? I don't think we should celebrate it. I know there are a lot of people on the Tweety, uh, like, shooting off fireworks and, you know, through gifts and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, I don't know if... I don't agree with that. I don't, I don't think that's right. But I think setting the record straight when asked or making a statement about it, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, it's... Okay, so it's it, to me, it's like okay, well, uh, the anniversary of like Castro's death or Che Guevara's death or Mao or whoever, all these evil people in the past. It's like, well, we don't, you know, they, it's okay to celebrate their death because well, they were involved in killing lots of people and they oppressed lots of people. Well, this guy did the same thing, arguably more. Arguably, it was bad. He now he was an American, so that almost oh, well, so that that might be okay. Some people say, well, yeah, he did the right thing because he was fighting for our freedoms, even though there was no freedoms at stake. But it's he. What he did and what he advocated for is nothing different than what all these other people have done. We can. It's okay to celebrate their deaths. It's okay to you know you know Che Guevara's dead day or whatever. That's okay. But yet when it's your own politicians, like oh well, hold on a second now. This is our you're you're, you're stepping on the church you know steeple here now. You can't be doing that. No, no, no. It's it's okay to say he wasn't a good guy. We're not going to dancing on the grave, but he wasn't a good guy. Yeah, that that's kind of what I was thinking as well. Um, something else I was gonna say was the way I look at it. Like, okay, I'm not gonna be now when at the announcement of his death, I did post a pretty funny uh, GIF. For those of you who don't know, um, 
I posted the the scene of uh, Mrs. Doubtfire whenever she's waving to Stu, where she's like, "Bye," but it's extremely sarcastic, and she doesn't actually mean it. Well, she gives him the finger too. Well, yeah, she gives him the finger at the end. I I I, I, I cut that part out, but but yeah, but it's the. It's the it's the oh hey how you doing I'm gonna kill you you're ruining my life it's kind of one of those like fake waves it's just beyond obsession <laughs> what am I doing here the that that was kind of my reaction to him I was just like okay goodbye uh, I know that's kind of how I was with John McCain as well but whenever you look at like what he did in in government and. Don't give me the argument of of protecting our freedoms or serving the country or through the proper channels of authorization, whatever, to, whenever you want to say of that. Um, murder still murder. It's still wrong. Um, there are no freedoms to be fought. There was no WMDs. So as far as I'm concerned, dude's a war criminal. Should be tried for 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 war crimes. Throwing the book at him. Send him to Gitmo. I I I don't care. All all of them. But. He was also like a father and also uh, and also uh, you know a husband. So it, it is a kind of a it's kind of a conflicting um, point. I the way I look at it though is he's dead. I will not mourn him. I will not miss him. He's gonna have to answer after his death. He'll have to answer for 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 his sins. Um, and I think that is punishment enough. I think that is. Um, I, I don't know how, I don't know how, I, how, here's the thing, I don't know how a morally upstanding person can lie a nation into war, knowing that thousands of Americans and hundreds of thousands of Iraqis and innocent women and children will be dead as collateral. I don't know how anybody does that and calls themselves up moral, a good husband, a good father. I don't know anybody could sit there and be like, oh, well, he was a good father. Was he really, though? W- was he really? Well, I, okay, we, we don't... Uh... No, no, but I'm, I'm saying, though, is that when you're going to call... You're going to start, start start a war, and you're going to lie to a country over a false press... Uh, over, over a lie, I think the whole good father, good good husband argument goes out the window. Like, sorry, bro, that will not define you. You're not going to be standing in front of – you're not going to be um, um, answering for your sins and accounting for your life and be standing there and say, well, you know, I love my children. Okay, well, that does make sense because I, I recently I heard of a college professor who was talking about Stalin, and they said, oh, sure, he did a lot of terrible things, you know, the, the famines and the wars and everything, but he was a really good listener. And it's like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what does it have to do with anything? So I, I get your point. I understand what you're saying. Um, of course, these the, the wars that were started were, were complete wars of choice. They were, it was not out of necessity or to defend ourselves or for freedoms or whatever. Um, I, I get all of that. Um, but at the same time, he's going to have to answer to a much, much higher authority, and the punishments that he will face uh, now that he's dead uh, will be much, much more severe than anything that could ever be put on him here at, on Earth. Um so there is some, um, you know, there, there's a human sense of justice. Like, well, he should have been, he should have gone before war, uh, you know, before a war tribunal, war crimes, and all that. Um, the punishments that he, that he could have endured here on Earth are nothing in comparison to what he could face um, 
after he has died, uh, but going before the Lord and everything. So uh, that that's the ultimate justice. He is the ultimate judge on all things. So, you know, in the end, he's going to get what he deserves. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the way I look at it, though. I, I, I was... I was just saying that it's a very you saw. Thankfully, you saw a lot of people con- condemning and almost celebrating in a, in a way that he is he is dead. Um, but the it's just it's just a weird it's a weird spot because because we do view these men men and women as revered people. But like, put yourself in the shoes of a widow who lost their husband, lost their father lost the the father of their children to the war and in Iraq. And now you, and now you see that this dude nothing happened to him. Like do you understand what I'm trying to you know what I'm trying to say is he that he kept his kids and friends and family Exactly. Out of the war. Exactly. His kids didn't go and die, which I'm sure that he had grown children. They didn't go and die. No, your husband thought that he was fighting for something great. Thought that he was fighting to save America when he really wasn't. That to me is like Mm, that that to me boils my blood because I, I don't know. I'm, look, I'm not calling people stupid because they're not. But sometimes, but sometimes myself included, we buy into the propaganda of the state. We buy into the, the lies of the government, and it causes us to causes us to do dumb things. Well, that that's the ultimate question: is that whether it's a war or anything else, the ultimate question for anyone is. Would you be willing to send your son or daughter yes. over to go fight? And if your answer is no, and if you can't give an answer, then it's not worth it. If you yourself, or or if you're not willing to send your own child out there, then it's not worth it. It's not worth it. And you're yep. saying, well, that's an impossible question for a parent to make. Well, that's what you're asking everybody else to do. Yep. So, no. Yep. So, that, that's kind of the thoughts I had on him. Um it's just, it's just, it's just, just a weird, weird, um, weird, weird time. So that's kind of what I want to talk about. This I did want to talk about one other thing briefly. Um, guys, everything's look, everything's going back to normal. We got the virus stuff creeping back in. Kevin Spacey's got a new movie. OJ's free, and hey, Bill Cosby's free, folks. I I knew you were going there because. <laughs> I knew as soon as uh, Kevin Spacey got a new role, I knew there was hope for Bill Cosby. Look, there's look if if Kevin Spacey can do what he did to little boys, and now be acting again, then there's hope for Bill Cosby. Absolutely, Bill. You know, <laughs> Bill Cosby should just like book the book the book the comedy store or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One night only, Bill Cosby. I'm back, baby. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Um, no, for those of you who don't know, I'm being very sarcastic, of course. Bill Cosby is free. Free man. He got off on a, te- on a technicality. I'm not a... a, a, a I, conveniently. I'm not a legal expert. I'm going to try to explain it best as possible. Um, he was being tried on two different cases, a civil and a criminal, I believe is what he was being tried for. Um, and the prosecution tried to use evidence and arguments from one for the other, which is not allowed. So the judge had to throw it out. He's free. Uh, Bill Cosby will will walk the streets once again, um, as the old um, perverted man that that he is. Um, some people were like, "This is injustice," which I mean, sure, I I, I can understand. You know, prop ninety nine times out of hundred, he's innocent and he did everything that that he did, everything he's been accused of. I fully fully could um, believe that. Uh, there's enough evidence. You mean guilty, not innocent. 
Uh, so sorry, 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 yeah, sorry, sorry. That, that was sorry. very confusing. Sorry, 199 out of 100 that he's guilty. He did everything that he did. He's not innocent. My bad. Um, but, and of course you look at, from my, my, my first thing I went to mind was, you know, Ross Ulbridge um, created a website and <laughs> he had no technicalities. There was no screw-ups in that case whatsoever. Um, and he's serving back-to-back life sentences Plus, I think it's plus 15 years, whatever. And then you have Chauvin who went to jail, but only for 22 years. So a man kills somebody and goes to jail for a drastically less than someone who just created a website using a cryptocurrency that bought and sold goods. Gotcha. Makes a lot of sense. But well, what about all those people that are in jail for just for simple possession oh, no, I, I, look, of, hey, I of agree. some kind of substance they weren't supposed to have? I agree. I'm, so, I'm just saying more. I'm saying high yeah. profile. So ones. there are these people that go to jail for life, like that lady that Trump pardoned. She was in jail for life because of drug charges. Yeah. But yet Bill Cosby gets out and he was accused of of drugging people and then raping them. Like, yeah. well, what is this? This well, is this ain't justice. The rule is there to protect um, the the accused from the government screwing them over and you know doing all these other various things so i understand double jeopardy we all get that i I understand it yes um this is the this is the the government screwed up and they made a mistake and they're paying the consequences for it someone i've heard someone say well well how how will he be punished now right he's not going to prison not gonna be punished i don't necessarily think that prison is necessarily the best punishment in all cases um there's a fan if you if you, look, if you haven't read the Anarchist Handbook, you should go read it. There was I forget who it's by, but there was a great essay in there about um, how a voluntary society would deal with criminals. Thought it thought it answered a lot of really good questions, and it didn't. There was no prisons involved in that society. You can go read for the the full thing. It's only like thirty pages long. It's fantastic. Um, but the fact that Cosby will have to walk the streets and is iconic and as recognizable as he is, do you think he's just going to be able to walk into a TGI Fridays and sit down and have dinner? Did he do that before he went to jail? No, but I'm saying that just just theoretically. Well, will he be able to go to a go to a, a, a nice steakhouse in L.A. and have dinner? My my thought is I don't think he's going to live much longer. I think he's going to end up dying from old age or whatever. Wasn't uh, he like eighty something? He's, he's pretty old or whatever. That's what I think is going to happen to him. I. I don't think that people will because think about it. People as high profile as him, they don't go out to eat like the, like everybody else does. They really don't do those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, and if they do, it's they come through the back door. They're to a very secluded place in the restaurant or something like that. So I don't know. I just don't think it's going to happen. And I, I think people will have a very mixed um, feelings towards it. I think there are, there's definitely a group of people that thought he did nothing wrong or he was being afraid or something like that. And there's a group of people who uh, who will definitely uh, who definitely think that he is is guilty of on all charges. So you know, it's it's a mixed bag like with anything. Yeah, and they would say the same thing about like with John McAfee, right? You have a, a, one side of people saying he did nothing wrong because you know taxes taxation is that, but then you have another group of people saying, well, well, he didn't want to pay for the road for the military. He's he's un-American or whatever. Yeah. He did he deserved he got what he deserved. Like no, so no, I understand that. Um, I just think it's punishment enough that he'll never be able to show his face in society anymore. He, he'll, he'll never be able to. He'll have to live as a hermit for the rest of his life because he is universally hated and mocked for what he did. So 
I mean, I, I joked about him booking the comedy store. That'll never happen. He'll never have me to book a, ho- book a, a show ever. Because, um, of course, no booker's going to want to have him, and nobody, nobody wants to go see him. Um, so he'll have to live out the rest of his days as a hermit, and, and he'll, have to, he'll have to live in the former shadow of seeing everything that he worked hard for in his life gone forever. The Cosby Show canceled you you it is not available on syndication not available on any streaming services all of his stand-ups gone you can't find them i mean sure, sure you can probably buy the dvds for him but as far as like them being aired never again he'll have to live with everything that he worked hard for being destroyed decimated and gone and have to live with the rest of his days alone and sad never going to show his face in society ever again do you know why the comedy store won't book him though why because nobody would be buying drinks that's bad but no i think i think i think that's punishment enough for him i think just just that seeing an entire lifetime of achievement gone is yeah i don't torture enough i don't disagree and I, i think you're right but you know it'd be like okay it'd be like it'd be like if um if a jerry seinfeld or something like that and you saw seinfeld wiped off the face of the earth yeah it's it, it's the same thing i don't disagree and it's uh it's it's sad in a way uh because every, a lot of people looked up to bill cosby you know america's dad yeah and how how he has destroyed that yeah and how to live with that for with the rest of his life yeah. that he that he that he did that through his actions i think that's for somebody who you know that their career was their life, and seeing it all gone, I think that's bad enough for him. Maybe I don't know. I'm, I'm not Bill Cosby. I don't know. Um, anything else you want to talk about and mention, Joe? That's it, man. That's it. Well, folks, I hope you enjoyed this this ranting raving of two um, of two woefully underqualified people to mention to talk about these things. But I really do hope, um, and I, I, I look. From the bottom of my heart, I really do appreciate everyone that listens to this, everyone who tells me, hey, that was a great episode, Jacob, or, you know, hey, you taught me to think something different. You taught me how to how to look at how to look at the world differently. Even though I, even though I may not agree, I'm looking at the world differently. Man, that is the that is the goal, that is the hope of this entire show. And from the bottom of it's my very, heart, very encouraging. And Joe, that's what this is all about. You never have to agree with this, but the fact that you're listening and you're thinking is, is awesome. Um, and I do love that. Fourth of July, seriously, go do something. Don't stay home. Go. I, I don't care, man. Just get out in society. You need to we need to show these idiots that we're not taking this anymore. Um, but hope we should have a show on Monday. I'm not sure what the Fourth of July looks like um, for the observed because they're doing observed Fourth of July on the Monday, so some stuff might we might be doing something that day. But seriously, thank you guys so much for that. Um, links to everything down below will be there for you guys as well. Um, but until next time, take it easy and have a fantastic weekend. Tranquility Base here. Did you go over one of the rocket planes? Tranquility, we copy you on the ground. We got a bunch of guys about to turn blue. We're breathing again. Thanks a lot.